Welcome to another episode of Mount Davis. Uh, you're here with your host, Mount. Um, remember, guys, to follow us on Twitter, you know, at Mount Davis. Uh, it's pretty easy, but uh, give us a follow. Much appreciated. But uh, anyways, today I am joined with my good friend, Matthew, and we're going to be covering UFC 272. Matthew. Yes, sir. Let's go. What's good? What's good? Introduce uh, myself. How many times have I been on? Who cares? You've been I'm on. back and we're booing. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. You know, nothing but good happens in these podcasts when we uh, record right before a UFC event. I believe last time we went 5-0. and <laughs> Or you Something went 5-0. Like Sounds Something about like right. Uh, but People let's see recognize if we could... the pattern. But let's see if we can recreate that magic. Uh, we got a great UFC event, a uh, pay-per-view event that we're really excited for. It's It's been a long time coming for this, and the UFC's kind of, you know, fallen off a bit. But hopefully they could, <laughs> they could get back on on the top, you know? Some, some like this was bound to happen. We need some real street beefs. Settle it on the cage. But These... talking about <laughs> talking about street beefs, have you heard about this Kane Velasquez uh, incident? <laughs> Bro, I heard some things. I heard some things, and wow, am I am <laughs> so, I uh, loving Kane more than ever? <laughs> so just to just to paint a picture, Kane Velasquez was booked and uh, basically was booked on attempted murder <laughs> in a road yeah, that's rate, one way to a, put it <laughs> in a road rage incident uh but the the reasons probably justified you know we uh not uh we don't know all the details yet but a lot of people were saying that came velasquez wouldn't be the type of person to just kill a man you know in the in the words of Cypress. All right, all right. No, less opinions, less opinions. What happened? What happened? Give him the facts. So apparently the dude he was chasing, I don't know his name. The Apparently he was a pedophile that uh, was molesting children close to Cain Velasquez's daughter, if not molested Cain Velasquez's daughter. I have, I have not confirmed this, but uh, apparently this guy was molesting children at a daycare. And, uh, yeah, Cain Velasquez's daughter was uh, near all this, if not involved. And basically, Cain Velasquez took justice into his own hands and uh, went on an 11-mile chase to try and shoot this guy down. Did not shoot the guy, actually. Uh, Ended up missing his shot. But, you know, the word got out and... You know, media is all over it. And uh, this this guy that was uh, released on bail, uh, basically, you know, his face is going to be all over the media for what what he did. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, what can I say? I assume this was in Brazil. No, no. Apparently it happened in the Bay Area. And, uh, and Are you Santa fucking Clara. kidding me? <laughs> it happened in Santa Clara. <laughs> 
bro, <laughs> man's got his head in Brazil by the sounds of it. I can understand that when there's bro. like no justice system there. <laughs> but good God. No, but straight up for this man to get released against like the accusations that he had. Of course, Cain Velasquez was going to take that into his own hands if it was your own family, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like and we're talking about a fighter like you can't really excuse him for going for it but he knows the risks he's an american like it sucks <laughs> that it had to come to that point like whether you like it or not he did it and like he probably knew the punishments god i mean 11 miles you got time to think when you're driving 11 <laughs> miles yeah <laughs> <laughs> bro he's probably listening to metallica or something on the radio <laughs> bro for some reason i like when you first told me 11 miles i was like picturing kane velasquez in a wheelchair recovering from his fucking broken knee ligaments from fucking <laughs> francis i just Jeez. straight pictured him like in a wheelchair going 11 miles like downhill <laughs> with a gun like get back here I mean, shit, it's not far off, though, if he's just fucking dry, like, pointing a gun out of his car. But it's it's, it's just so funny because, you know, if you're in an altercation with Cain Velasquez, you'd think, you know, someone would be the one doing the shooting at Cain Velasquez, not Cain Velasquez doing the shooting. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, what, six six feet, 230, 250, something like that. Yeah, dude, this this sounds like the the victim's well son in this case really fucked up, messed with the wrong kid, and uh, in my opinion, that shouldn't even like. I I really got to know more of the facts in terms of what happened because if he got out, that's fucked in the first place, you know. Yeah, I'm sure more will come out, but uh... put those pedos away for life, dude. As for as far as I care, like fuck them. Fuck him! <clears throat> what a what a way for, or what a week for the MMA community, you know? <laughs> I guess, dude. Any publicity is good publicity, and he's fucking out of the fight game. So, like, who even cares? To be honest, um, you hear uh, Dana White uh, said uh, that Islam almost took this this fight this uh, this Saturday against no. RDA. No, apparently it was bro Dana White came out and said that it was all set in stone you know he went to bed thinking that the next morning it was you know gonna be written up and stuff but uh apparently it didn't happen I'm not sure the reasons why but to Dana White it was supposed to happen what but uh but it was so weird because he literally just fought like less than a week ago so I I'm not with all these fighters stepping in just so so shorthanded the same thing with bobby green stepping into that fight against islam like well what's up (laughs) what's up with them stepping up less than a week's notice man (laughs) i mean it takes a guy like bobby green to really like to fill that role who in their right mind would ever do that and like goddamn like they found the guy he can't blame the ufc can't blame bobby green taking advantage of opportunities he went in there to lose. I mean, in the back of his head, whether he knew it or not. Uh, at the end of the day, 
at the end of the day, if you take a fight uh, like less than two weeks notice, it's a free loss in your record, basically, because no one's going to count it against you if you lose because, you know, it's badass to take a fight in a, on a week's notice. <laughs> um, sounds familiar. Sounds familiar at Jorge Masvidal versus Usman. Yeah, that's why the Usman one didn't count, you know. We're, the, we're still on uh, uh, the Usman Masvidal two was the first fight. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole thing. Like last minute, he gets a, like a exception for losing. I mean, takes takes real balls for from from bad motherfuckers like Bobby Green and Jorge Masvidal to step in like that. You can't blame them. They put on a decent show. I mean. Props to Bobby Green, as far as I'm concerned. Islam is a fucking boss, and he knew it. Like, good shit. Yeah, ain't nobody taking that fight in their, like, sane mind, you know? You you know you're going to lose that fight. And Dude, I'm just him. trying to picture the names <laughs> they went through before they got to Bobby Green. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that dude, like, literally fought... Uh, a week less <laughs> less than a week before that <laughs> like why yeah i mean i assume they ran it by like a gang of people and all the all the people like in the winning column are like what the fuck like is this some sort of joke fight makachev like <laughs> this this short notice that is the worst idea for someone with such a specialty are you kidding me yeah. oh damn as of right now, I really, I really don't think there's anyone in the UFC that could be Islam. Like, Izzy, if anything. But even oh, then, I, that's I was, a tough uh, fight for Izzy. <laughs> I believe it was uh, Izzy on a podcast with uh, not Andrew Schultz, but who would it have been? I think. Um, oh no, it was with uh, True Jordy. It's like british podcaster he was saying like oh islam's talking all this shit like he's like oh i'm gonna be the triple champ it's like all right like like relax buddy like get one belt and then let's talk but the whole point of him mentioning that was because obviously that would entail one of izzy's belt like izzy being the belt holder essentially took it as a threat and he's like yo Cool your brakes, fam. Like, uh, I'm running this division. Facts. <laughs> and like, like yeah, yeah no. dude's got to win one belt first, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a whole debate right now, whether he deserves a title shot. And even Dana White really, really said, since he didn't take the RDA fight this week, you they re, redid the Dariush fight once he gets better before the title fight. I guess in uh, uh, Abu Dhabi, um, but yeah, I mean, he he deserves one, honestly, and he it's it's inevitable when he gets one, but hundred percent. But yeah, it, UFC's got some good dominant fighters right now that they could capitalize on. Like Cosma uh, is also a good one. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. I mean, close enough. I'm sure it's not perfect, but Shemaev, whatever. Yeah. We know who we're talking about. <laughs> Dude, there's some there's some good heavyweight fights upcoming. Uh the the Glover the Glover Teixeira fight is gonna be a good one. He's going up against that one dude with the 
with that that weird hairstyle he has a, like an a man bun but he's like literally bald and he only has that like one spot of hair <laughs> dude i mean yeah glovers i mean fucking what a specimen what's going on there but but let's let's like let's take it to the prelims let's get this card rolling we're talking about all these fighters let's keep it current yeah, let's let's get it going. Uh, you have not a Nurmagomedov fighting in the prelims, but pretty close to it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <at> racist, man! <laughs> Namest over here. Let's see, uh, I, dude, I can't even pronounce half these names, man. Uh, but we'll start with the first uh, fight. It's a women's flyweight, uh, Marina Moraz versus Mariah Agapova. Um, pronunciation you know, on point right here. Yeah, I thought I mean, you were I'm just, fucking Mexican, bro. What's I'm going just on? going. I'm just going for it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. All right. Uh, but you got let's see, a 30 year old against a 24 year old, uh, much in height. Uh, and the reach is basically the same. Great match. I don't know. I'm really excited about this one. I mean, I, I'm impressed. They needed some sort of juice to put into the prelims. And I think this is not a bad way to start it off. I mean, get some names in there. Fuck it. I mean, to be gonna... honest with you, Marina, I mean, dude, for her age, she has crazy experience in the ring. I'm like not going to use age to really make my decision on this one gonna use ring experience and like she's been around the block they both have it's a great matchup that's very solid point but i'm gonna pick this fight based off of their nicknames and uh agapova's <laughs> nickname is demon slayer so uh it's iron woman versus demon slayer and i think demon slayer is gonna win <laughs> damn damn iron woman's a pretty savage name though Ah, I don't know, but do you? But can they slay demons? <laughs> I think. Oh man! <laughs> I mean, Iron Iron Man's probably. Some might say he slayed demons, but <laughs> that's oh, pretty man. savage. Uh, do you want to take a stab at this? <laughs> these next names. <laughs> so you could go ahead and introduce this one. <laughs> Are we talking about the last fight of the prelims? Uh, the third one. Uh, the oh the wow! Uh, yeah, you're gonna do that to me. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Oh dude, what the fuck? I literally thought you were talking about Marina. There's two. Wait, get out of town. There's two Marinas fighting in the, the prelims, prelims. <laughs> and a Maria. I feel on, like UFC. I feel like. I feel like that calls for uh, a Marina uh, parlay, you know? <laughs> Bro, Mar- no. A Marina, I mean, Marina, the Marina. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you could do like Maria or Marina times two plus the Maria, but they're fighting each other. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's give her a go. Let's give her a go. All right, it's a men's fight. Nikolai Megmarenu. Okay, okay. I like it. Versus <laughs> Kennedy. Whew. All right, let's give let's get a stab going. All right. Okay. It's 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 check check chuku. Check chuku. 
Let's just call him Pitbull. Uh, yeah, I mean, jeez, uh, the light heavyweight. This, damn, damn. This is a tough fight to call because this other dude's Romanian, mixed martial arts. Contended, dude. Let me know what you're thinking. I'm trying to see what they spit. Oh, I mean, yeah, they're up and coming. They literally got nothing on their record. I believe this is like one of their, if not the first. (laughs) Let's see. Let's see. Dang, okay. Wins. He has seven by knockout, three by submission. Uh, Nikolai. Um, out of those 11 wins. All right, fans. Let's and then just Kennedy, call it a Kennedy, coin flip. <laughs> Kennedy got six knockouts, three by decision. Uh, yeah, this is... Let's look at the odds on this because... I really want to say Nikolai should be the favorite. Um, Because I believe he has the ground game to to put this guy down. But this dude's like 6'4". You know, Pitbull. (laughs) I might have been confused with some other dude. (laughs) All good. I mean... Let's not get too hung up, dude. I'm I'm saying I wish I could base it off more, but I'm going Nikolai, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, same. Yo, there's a Nurmagomedov fighting in the early prelims. Okay. Send it. <laughs> I would. Oh, Brian Kelleher. No, he's he's. I believe he bought fought Cody Garbrandt way back. Wait, Ricky Simon, uh, Cody Stamen. That's who I'm thinking of. I mean, he, he's he's been around. He's, I mean, but we're talking about an undefeated Nurmagomedov. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that that undefeated streak's gonna last. So funny the <laughs> fact that it's like gotten to the point. Like, you see the name, you probably don't even recognize him. Ah, uh, you'll probably win. Fuck it, bro. So there's this, there's this thing, <clears throat> there's this thing in uh, parlays where you could leave them open, and you could decide how many legs you want open. So let's say you started it with this fight, and you just sent every time a Nurmagomedov fought, you just kept adding it to the parlay, and obviously you're gonna get these like ridiculously high odds, like minus five hundred most of the time, but. Over eight picks, you know, you end up making money, assuming, you know, they all say undefeated. <laughs> but, you know, you just leave them open for until uh, Nurmagomedov fights, and then you just keep adding it to the parlay. Dude. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Fuck. I mean, Yo, I'm just like, lo- dude, how we long term get- investment right there. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, 
<laughs> every Nurmagomedov fight, just automatic bets placed. Keep the parlay running. Uh, let, let's just fucking, uh, dude, I, I don't have shit to say about these prelims besides, I mean, Marina Rodriguez, Jan Shonan. I, I tried. I mean, um, I'm going to go with Marina on this one. Uh, Marina's was good. Just yeah. based off the fact that, like, she has great veteran experience with the top ranks. Um, I mean, I feel like She's very well-rounded, got some great coaches around her. I think it'll be a good matchup. Yeah, and, I mean, she's on her way up, and, I mean, people are saying she might uh, get a title shot after this one. Uh, Who's in this division right now? Uh, Let's see. uh, Carla Esparza, Claudia Gadea, Mackenzie Dern. Amanda Rebus, Michelle Watterson, bro, these these are like it's a good division. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, she's got she's got a long way to go to get to Nami Yunus, but uh um, we'll see where she gets after this. Uh Dude, that's the like... problem. She she got um I mean, she's kind of on a tear, dude. Like she yeah, she's working her way up, having what some like it? trouble. Versus like Mackenzie Dern, her last fight. Yeah. Gets pretty close. Gets pretty close. It's a good matchup, but Dern is like herself was on the way to the title. Like the fact that she she got the decision win says a lot, in my opinion. Yeah. Let's get it. All right. Let's move let's move on to the prelims. I mean the, the main event, dude. Fuck all this yeah. whack shit. I don't even know about, about the main event of the prelims. That's why. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> Let's get to the juice, dude. Greg Hardy started off strong UFC. Let's go. Oh, man. These five fights are going to be bangers. And I think Greg Hardy will lose by submission. You think so? I've seen I've seen some of uh, Sp- Spivak. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Spivak. Um, I've seen some of this guy's uh, highlights, man, and let me tell you, this guy has some like ground game. Not gonna lie, even though I mean, he doesn't have. He He fought Olenek in like (laughs) one. Yeah, and the only, uh, I mean, the only submission victory he has is against Ty uh, Ty Tuivasa, but that was like in 2019. That was the that was Ty Tuivasa's last loss. He hasn't lost since then. Basically, yeah. uh, he but right after that, uh, Walt dude, Harris flatlined him, yeah, right before that, actually, Walt Harris KO'd the fuck out of him. So that's what scares me. Basically, is like yeah. obviously Greg Hardy could get lucky and land this, like, you know, one punch KO, which is what great Greg Hardy is like someone known for. But I believe this dude has, all right, let me let me pre- present a question. Let me present a question. If Walt Harris can knock this dude out in round one, you don't think Greg Hardy can? Oh, most dev, but man, you're talking about Greg Hardy's chin, man. It's like this guy, Spivak, I mean, he, this dude could also throw punches. <laughs> it's true. It's true. 
And I mean, you know, out of a betting perspective, out of all the Greg Hardy fights I've seen, if you, the thing about being an NFL player trying to make it into a fighting career, it's like you spend so much time just working at being a linebacker that you like, you know, think of all these people that have been fighting for their lifetime, basically. And obviously, you know, Greg Harris, his lack of inex or lack of inexperience basically kind of comes through in some of his fights. And, you know, you could say he has been improving, but how does he keep getting on these main events? <laughs> Dude. I mean, that's it. <laughs> like the fact that he came from the NFL and it's like, wow, we got someone like that's transferred over from another sport and like is a real, I wouldn't say contender, but like he's ranked and like I can't really think of one other example of that. I think that just kind of stands out by itself. And it's weird because like obviously there's been improvement with Greg Hardy and it's like every fight he's like hyped up to like, you know, he's been working on this, he's been working on that and he has been improving. But at the same time, it's like every time he improves, there's always that that like that next step that he has to take. From. And it's it's just it's almost like, you know, he's trying to catch up, but he can't really catch up. And, you know, his career is almost like not I don't want to say coming to an end. But, yeah, he's like a 33 heavyweight isn't going to make it far too like far too long. <laughs> That's the whole thing, bro. I mean, like. Yeah, yeah. He he's gotten this far. He's finally getting to the top to the top guys who have been doing this specifically for just as long as he's been playing in the NFL. So I saw this coming. God, he was on a quick rise. Uh, unfortunately, I think he's met the ceiling, and I'm gonna say Spivak is gonna get him by submission. Second round. Let's go. Submission finish for the inexperience. <laughs> yeah, get Greg Hardy gassed. Fuck. Exactly. These oh, NFL man. guys, dude, expose them. It's going to be a good fight, man. I'm always, I'm always down for a good heavyweight fight. Yeah, dude, that's going to be a juicy one. Definitely glad it's the 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 start to this main event. It's going to be a good one. Only goes up from here. Let's move on. We got Kevin Holland versus Alex Oliveira. Oh, God. Love this. Love this. We got new age versus old age. Yeah, and you're uh, like, I'm not Oliveira. I'm mixed with him because dudes, dudes, dudes got it right, but dudes also like really old. <laughs> he's Straight a proven up. fighter but he's like way way out of this picture man like you're talking about like jose aldo fighting now <laughs> mm, uh, jose aldo still got it some might yeah, say. Yeah, yeah his last fight was, it is getting there, with his last fight but yeah he's not fighting much soon bro he's <laughs> only 34 uh, as a fighter, being 
in your mid thirties. You're at a very like say that to DC, bruv. <laughs> okay, but you're talking about being a wrestler. <laughs> this guy, this guy, what jujitsu? <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. As far as I know, primarily being a wrestler is like one of the most like. You know, uh, they probably have the most uh, uh, longevity lengthwise in careers. Uh, What am I trying to say? Longevity definitely ain't it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But anyways, I believe wrestlers have the longest. (laughs) I believe wrestlers have the longest careers. Longevity, I believe. Longevity. There we go. Dude, I mean, fuck. Like, that. He's. He's. I mean, fuck. We got Kevin Holland. You got to take him seriously. Going after, like, big names. Oh, my gosh. He. I mean, we we got a knockout artist versus pretty much someone that hasn't got a finish since. 2019 and you're like kevin holland's last fight was uh marvin vittori right mm-hmm. uh and that was the fight that set him up for that was the fight that set vittori up for the um oh no it was Derek brunson that he last fought but the vittori fight was the one that set up vittori for the adesanya fight the adesanya two fight yeah, he got rocketed up there after that. Yeah. After that when <laughs> fuck, who is it? The the Cobra? No. Who am I thinking about? The ground knockout, the a crazy ground strike knockout. Oh. Uh, uh, Souza, um, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'll never forget that. Yeah, we got Bronson and Victoria after that, both losses, but both against guys that I don't think anyone could argue that are out of his weight class, like, or just class, not weight. But <sighs> this is a real, real uh, good opportunity for him in my head. Like, we got someone who's definitely on the way out. Like, he's past his prime. I don't think anyone could question that. Kevin Holland needs to win this if you really come down to the brass tacks. Yeah, and I mean, the the main goal is set on Adesanya, and I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, Kevin Holland will want to crack at that. Um, but, oh, you know, bro, dude's got to keep like, winning. Dude's got to yeah, win. Yeah, that's the thing, dude. Like, he... The only worry I have is like, does this guy take it seriously? It gives me like, like uh, Mike Perry vibes. Like, you, you like you can have all the skill, all the toughness, and you need to be so committed to the point where you put everything on the line, take every day of training seriously. I'm not saying Colin doesn't. I'm just saying I hope he does because his persona doesn't really give off that image and that's what kind of gives way to these just insane knockouts that he's provided us yeah i'm with that i'm gonna take kevin holland just because i'm not trying to bet for father time (laughs) wow but that being said it's tough it's tough you're talking like 
much bro, in terms of Oliveira winning here. Like Kevin, like not gonna lie, Oliveira c- can take punches, and it, I'm 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 not necessarily yeah. worried about his age. Bro, bro has fought Gilbert Burns and has come out of it. Like, That's bro huge. has fought like some heavy punchers, which is what kind of worries me in a sense that Kevin Holland might not have what it takes to finish this fight. And it might lead to a gritty fight to where Oliveira might have to resort to his ground game and, and you go by submission. Uh, and honestly, I could, I could see Oliveira just, you know, not getting tagged, but you know, like maybe taking a few punches and all of a sudden taking it to the ground where he obviously has a way better advantage over Kevin Holland. Dude, I mean, yeah, I completely agree. But like, um, yeah, I mean, I'm go, I'm gonna go with Kevin Holland too. I really can't see him as, I really can't pin down a great difference between Souza and Oliveira. Like the the fact is, these guys are both specialized grapplers who are past their prime, getting old, not quite there. So many similarities. He's gotten the fights with Vittori and Brunson since then. Definitely could have put the fire under his ass, and I'm hoping for it because, like, I expect good things out of him. I'm, I think I'm changing my mind. I'm going to take Oliveira by submission. Good. First two fights... <laughs> The first two fights are going to end by submission. <laughs> That's already highly unlikely, but. <laughs> ah, crazier things have happened. Send it. Bro, Punch that it. ticket, dude. Let's see it. <laughs> oh, man. Olivera's last submission finish was in 2017. That's what I'm oh, saying, wait, no, bro. 20, 2018, actually. 2018. <laughs> oh, fuck, he's only, he's only had decisions since then. Dude, oh, wait, no. that's he, what makes me think, had... like, a finisher oh, got... like Holland. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. They set Holland up for something good. Yard they better, now. man. They better but, not like, let let's, that man just go to nothing. I can't, you can't really say that without without also backing up the fact that like the UFC's done that a lot of times, and mm-hmm. it's really bought the bit them in the ass. <laughs> like some might say more often than not, I might like they set up a guy to win, and who would have thunk it? Like that didn't happen. Um, but in this case, I'm gonna say it's gonna happen. Let's get her fired up. All right, so this next fight I'm really excited to talk about. It's it's Edson Barbosa versus Bryce Mitchell. Oh, uh, so stoked for this matchup. The God. odds have moved towards Bryce Mitchell, and from all the uh, people I've been listening to who have commented on this fight, they think that Bryce Mitchell is going to finish this fight easily. But <laughs> I, I, I... Like, is, are people just uh, underestimating Edson Barbosa's ground game? <laughs> because like, this guy, this guy has like good jujitsu to work with, and it's just like 
Sounds like some Khabib fanboys that saw that fight were like, wow, at Barboza sucks because you couldn't grab with Khabib. But, like, no one can. No one can, exactly. <laughs> but, like, if you're talking about who put up the best fight against Khabib, Edson Barbosa's up there. <laughs> this is all props to Bryce Mitchell, but, like, he is jumping up in like the rankings big time for this matchup and he needs to prove himself and Barbosa is not going to let that happen very easily. And I mean, he's going to have to work him, I think just to get the opportunities to submit him. I mean, even Khabib did, you got to work him and Khabib's like got so much wrestling that he used that to tire him out. Bryce Mitchell exclusive jujitsu for the most part. Like, He's going to have to work him, get him fucking gassed, and then finish him if that's his method, which it has to be. He's not going to fucking, like, do boxing and try to finish him that way. Oh, man. And the thing is, it's like it's a three-round fight, so things got to be done quickly. If you're thinking about gassing out your opponent, like... That's a good point. Uh, to... To get the submission by the third round, you got to think that the other fighter will also be tired. <laughs> All right, you're making you're making me go Barboza and a final decision. Barboza. I think I'm I think going... we're gonna see a couple failed takedowns or maybe takedowns, but Barboza gets back up. I mean, you look at these guys standing side by side, bro. Barboza's got muscle, and Mitchell has got fucking crazy grappling. But damn. Uh, it hurts me to say this, but I got Barbosa. I'm leaning the same way, and I'm willing to take it Barbosa by knockout. Like, <laughs> I th- I believe yeah. this guy will be able to defend on the ground and do whatever he would rather please, and he'll realize he has the advantage striking and just would rather keep his striking. But, man, uh, the way people are just riding Bryce Mitchell scares me. It's like, what do they see that we don't? <laughs> Dude, they saw the twister. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like, I mean, that speaks volumes, fuck, but not enough, if you ask me. It was the God, same thing with his last win, dude. His last one was 2020 decision versus Andre Feely. Like, come on. You can't compare these two, Feely like, versus a Barboza. Yeah, on. if you had that fight, bro, Barboza would win that fight. <laughs> like, uh, I'm 100%, on Barboza 100%. 100%. <laughs> That's not even a matchup, dude. So, yeah, Barboza, let's get it. I we think it's going to be someone that has like real, just like built in strength. Barboza's been around the block, and God, I don't think he's ready to let go of his top rank to do it versus a guy like Bryce Mitchell who has not fought anyone up there. I don't see it happening. Final decision. <laughs> Dude, uh, you want to call around? I'm calling. I got to go three. two. I got three two. just because I think it's going to take some time for uh Bryce Mitchell, I think he's going to go in for a lot of takedowns, like no shit. But I, like I said, I think Bravos is going to take his time, work out of him, uh, use his strength to get out of him, uh, out of him. And uh, by the time round three rolls around, like, I, th- I think Bryce Mitchell is going to be like, fuck, like, 
I got no shot. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to do this? I can't take him down. I can't keep him down. Come on. Let's go. Wow, I can't believe how much we're agreeing today. This is nuts. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's either a really good sign or a really bad sign. But uh, as of right now, now, we've only split on the Kevin Holland fight. So we'll see. Very very well may be speaking volumes against my 5-0 record from last time. But we'll see. We'll see. Maybe Tony's in No, you probably guys. you probably got me on the Kevin Holland fight, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> that one's up for grabs. That one is up for grabs. We shall see. Oh man. But let's move on. Do we got RDA versus Moicano? Oh, beautiful, beautiful matchup. Ah, can you remind me who was supposed to be filling the spot for Moicano before he stepped in? Spivak. Um, no, we just said it. It's a similar name. Uh, Fiziev. Rafael Fiziev. Oh, um, yes, yes, yes. And Moicano also fought this dude and lost by knockout. Ah, oh, man, Moicano is all over the map, dude. Ah, oh. dudes. Uh, dude gets knocked out against strikers, but has the ground game. Uh, he has a lot of decisions on his name, but he also has a lot of submissions. Same thing with RDA, but RDA is more strictly submission and decision. RDA is got like last fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see going that way. It's going to be on the ground a lot. It does seem um, that way. It does seem that way. I mean, with that assumption, ground game, grappling contest, who you got? Oh, man. It's so easy to pick RDA. Like, really easy. But, like, I feel like people are going to overlook Moicano uh, in this spot. And I'm honestly leaning towards... The Brazilian, he's Brazilian, right? Yeah, I think, I th- yeah, he is. And I think um, this would be a great opportunity for RDA to take loss Brazilian, and be like, right? yo, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I could see that, definitely. But, dude, RDA was was calling for Islam, like, so hard. And it was going to happen. So, like, man... It's hard to think RDA thought he was going to win that fight. <laughs> That's <laughs> Which fair. makes me think, like, bro, bro's coming in with, like, a confidence, so he might make light work on Moicano. <laughs> Damn, I hope so. Fuck. That'd be sick to watch. Like, you just don't call out Islam and be like, hey, I could probably keep up with you on the ground. Let's Let's do it. <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about it, that's a hundred percent like one of those call outs that just like he knows will never come to fruition and just wants to get some recognition for calling him out. Cause I was just like, whoa, like dude fought like if first of all, you're calling out a guy that fought less than a week ago. So so it's like already it's like highly unlikely that he takes that fight. And it's mm-hmm. just like Yeah, and it was just like yeah, you're calling out Islam, but like, would you have really stood up a chance against him? Maybe, 
maybe who knows <laughs> i guess we'll see when it happens if it does i doubt it but <laughs> but it's cool 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 what could have been <laughs> no doubt um, oh man but i'm gonna take moicano just for the fucking upset then <laughs> All right, I'm going with RDA. I'm going with RDA. Uh, I think he's just like, even when he faces the pressure, he has the capability to withstand it. And I, I think it's going to happen regardless of standing or on the ground. I honestly think this fight will go to decision. So my best bet for this fight would be to send the over. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be two and a half since it's three fights. Or three rounds, right? It's not a championship yep. fight. No, definitely not. Um, but man, we've made it. We've made it to the the cream of the crop. Dude, oh, so hyped for this! I think I might have to spark. Keep it, Mount yeah, Davis. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking pack a fatty right now. Yeah, let's let's keep this, this discussion blazed. <laughs> Bro, I think we do. I think we have a tradition of doing that when it comes to juicy shit. Last time I think it was like, fuck, was it Izzy? Was it Izzy uh, Vittori the last time we recorded, dude? I, we gotta keep it blazed. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was one of those, honestly. I believe so. Oh, I'll go fuck, back yeah. to the ar- archives. <laughs> bro, that's deep in there. <laughs> Shit, bro. I mean, fuck, if we want to do a quick recap of that Izzy fight, because, like, I think it's worth it. Um, the fans know I'm NZ all the way. Izzy, I'm a ride or die with Izzy. I can't see anyone beating him in the entire UFC. Give him John Jones for all I care. I'm going with Izzy, my man. He's the boss. He's the champ. Fuck. He's going to be the double champ soon. Just give it to him. You already know he's his mission is not finished. He learned his lesson. Let's get her fired up. Bro, he's going to run just, the whole UFC. Bro, I'm just saying Izzy could have easily been the, the, the two uh, division champ if he fought Glover to share <laughs> Oh, bro. That, God. That would have been so amazing to watch. Oh. And yes, I I agree. Run it up, Izzy. Let's go. Oh, but well, yo, what do you, tell me what you think about his uh just his uh effort against Whitaker. Just like what Whitaker had to offer, what Izzy had to offer, like what you think? I'm I'm a very big believer of you have to beat the champ to, to win the belt. You know, you have to beat the champ outright. You can't just, you know. Uh, Don't tell me you thought that was that close. Come on. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I I got mad that Whitaker thought he did enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, the, you know, Izzy, Izzy is such a skilled fighter that, he basically knows the effort that he has to put up in a fight to basically get away with the, the win. Um, 
and not saying that he took that to his advantage as being the champion, because obviously if you're the champion, you, you come into this fight with the advantage, like you have to dethrone me. And just the fact that, you know, Whitaker thought that he won that fight based off of takedowns that led to nothing. Nah, I mean, he had scored some good takedowns, had me worried for a second, but these judges aren't just, like, scoring just because of that shit. Like, we're talking about ring control, too, which he had next to none of. And Adesanya has always fought incredibly tactically. Like, even back to Anderson Silva, like, he, I mean... He knows he's the champ. He is just a technical fighter through and through. Like, he's not going to fight dumb. Fuck. Like, Whitaker, the only reason that first fight went that way is because Whitaker sent it, was going for gold. And, like, he didn't do that this fight. If he had, it would not only have been a better fight, but, like, could have gone to his favor because he was looking good. And you have to realize, too, that, like, there's not a lot of people that could put Whitaker in his place in, in like, the octagon. And for 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 Adesanya to basically do that twice to him, even after, like, all this preparation, like, even after Whitaker said, oh, I think Jan laid the, the, the groundwork to be Adesanya and stuff like that, like, none of that was shown to me basically and it was just like to be Adesanya it takes a special fighter to be Adesanya and I don't know if it's going to be like Michael Pereira <laughs> that dude's a little too reckless but <laughs> it's very um, possible that Whitaker just said that he was close just to get the trilogy yeah because I heard uh, Otto on that same podcast I mentioned earlier, Adesanya was saying, like, um, oh, yeah, even Whitaker, like, on recording, you can hear Whitaker's coaches saying, like, yo, you're down. Like, you got to put some, like, sauce in here in these last few rounds. Like, if Whitaker's being told by his coaches that he's down and, like, ends up saying at the end of the round, like, at the end of the fight that he, like, was close, that ain't it. Like, like, I think he's just saying shit at that point. Yeah, and it just goes back to the, you have to beat the champ outright. You can't leave it up to debate, basically, which is, like, what we're debating about right now. So it's like, if it's left up for debate, then there's always a question mark. But, <sighs> man. Yeah, I mean, I think we're in agreement. Fuck, like, it, I'm in my opinion, it really wasn't, like that close. I mean, I think I think would occur one. I was round disappointed in the fight. Two, I expected maybe. a little more. At least you know, like a a, a, a TKO or something. But like, come on. <laughs> I think Whitaker knew what he was doing. Didn't want to Whitaker, go that route again. Yeah, Whitaker fought a smart fight, and he it basically just picked his spots, and he was like, hopefully, I could sway a decision, but. Yeah, there wasn't there was like maybe if he would have like got a good like punch in and knocked Adesanya down in a round, it would have been much a much like closer debate whether like you know because Adesanya got a knockdown, 
But he didn't get no takedowns. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, thank God the judges weren't like fully retarded that fight. Cause like I in a world in another reality, I could see it could see it going that way. Uh I if he would have if he would have got those takedowns and just stayed on top of him, it would have been much more effective than taking him down and letting him get back up. <laughs> but that's easier said than done, obviously. Yeah, just because the show Adesanya's like recovery ability, because like that was something and I to take note of that was another thing I didn't realize when I was watching that fight is like obviously after that Jan fight, uh, Adesanya probably just worked on all the things he did wrong on that fight. So, you know, as a fighter, he's always looking to get better. And the fact that he went up a division, lost, and was like, damn, like. Did, I, I lost, like, actually lost. So, like, it basically humbled him a little to where, like, you know, you yeah, got to be ready for the next the next opponent, you know? Yeah, I and think it gonna... must have occurred to him like that, but I think he's such a fucking professional. Just fighting is everything that, like, that's the perfect specimen to take it on the chin and, like, use to improve. Like, yeah, yeah, he's using it to improve for sure like i mean that's what you're saying like i just uh, i mean i guess you didn't really say this but i don't think he's the type of guy to like uh take it on the like fucking chin and like just really get like depressed by it just like way down i think he's perfect like i mean i guess he's term particularly terribly he took it on the chin he used it to motivate himself and like he didn't even, yeah, like you could see it. The takedown defense was there. He's not going for takedowns. He knows what's the specialty. Like, I'm sure he built it up. Yeah. In short, I agree. But, dude, like, that shit's in the past. What a fucking, like, just congratulations to Izzy for continuing to keep her, keep her going. Or, Bro, he needed that loss, not going to lie. Like, it would have been a, another Kamara Usman story. Like, who's he going to fight next? Like, who's who's left out there for him to whoop on, you know? You think so? You think I so, think, dude? I think he needed that loss. But, but in my head, he... I mean, fuck. Like, he doesn't have anyone that's really going to test this, like, Bro, let me say this. Let me say this. Dude's definitely beatable. Obviously, Jan did it, but, like, I'm, like, in his his home. In his home. So, dude, those are fighting words, Tony. Bro, I, I, I definitely think the dude has a weakness that a fighter hasn't exposed yet. And... Jan was just like the beginning of it, but it has to do on the ground. Dude can't, dude doesn't have ground game, but like obviously he, he could get back up. Tony, but you really are trying to square up right now. What I'm hearing, bro, this is some bullshit. Are you kidding me? Is he's the go, bro? We've, I'm just flexing his fucking takedown defense. 
I I'm think not he, talking about his reflexes. It was only Whitaker, though, that being said. But <laughs> I'm nah, not talking dude, about his got... reflexes, his takedown defense, or anything. I'm talking then what about are you trying to say? When, when he is on the ground and he, let's say he goes up against a fucking uh, good submission artist that could get him on the ground, I believe he, he can get submitted. <laughs> That's <sighs> the only way to beat Adesanya if you're going to beat Adesanya is to submit him. Wow. I mean that's but, facts, but but no one, but no though. one has done it to this point. So it's like until that day comes, you know. There's a reasons for it, though. There's reasons it hasn't happened. Yeah, dude. All right, I all right. Let me guess who you got before we even get to this main event. Let me guess. <laughs> let me that's guess. Funny. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I look like him. <laughs> Man's got Jorge. <laughs> Man's got Masvidal. Oh, what a goat! What a goat, dude! You should look like him. You should fucking straighten your hair. Get the get the just a wave going. Ko round three. Also, just start rocking the Gucci suits. Be Masvidal. Yeah, yeah. Maybe once this podcast takes off. <laughs> Walk around in the, the Gucci robe. Why not? Why not? Bro, bro, Masvidal showed up to Vegas like a week fucking early, like two days early. <laughs> time. <laughs> Yo, did Jack mention that he saw? Did you hear like at the Chicago baseball game? He was like right under McGregor when he was like. Out there on the microphone at the, the uh, I think it was the Cub Stadium. Yeah, bro. I feel like Chicago is the place to be right now. <laughs> I was totally the Cubs. It was Wrigley, of course. Bro, it ain't it hell? It, bro, ain't it hella cold in Chicago? Weren't there like record storms this year in, in the East Coast? I'm shocked Jack hasn't like complained more about it, dude. But yes, it it averages like under ten degrees in February. That's crazy. I I like out here, but like it like this at the end of February and just like the other day at the at night it got down to negative six. Um, and usually it's at around eleven to you know in the teens, basically. But there was like a cold front that rolled in and it got down to negative six and I was freezing my ass off. <laughs> I had to get up at 6 a.m. when it was like literally zero degrees. <laughs> Yo, how good was that latest storm though? It was cool. It brought in a good two feet of snow, but it melted real quick. The temperatures were warming up real quick. I thought, I thought they were going to be like you got to get like these cold fronts that roll in for the like temperature to be cold enough for it to snow. And then there's got to be like, or like moisture in there for it to snow. And then, yeah, basically uh, it's too hot right now and it's not going to get better. (laughs) Everything's icy.
dude. All right, we're back. We're back. Man's was definitely Blaze. Blaze moment. Shout out. Hey, but, uh, you know, I got Masvidal. <laughs> I'm rolling into this thing blazing. I know he's he's lost his last two fights. What was his fight before Usman? Fight before Usman. Um, it was yes. He won that one. That was the BMF fight. And a, yo, you see, oh, Usman tweeted. You know, Usman tweeted. Uh, he implied in his tweet that he had the BMF belt, and. And I got so insulted, but I was like, that was never on the line, bro, even though you did flatline George. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so true, though. Like, if what else is it? He has it, a belt and you beat him and you don't in, get his belt. What is this belt? In spirit, <laughs> Komaru Usman has the BMF belt. So he he tweeted, basically, I'm willing to put the BMF belt on the line for this fight. Uh, don't even get me started. <laughs> we should write a letter to Dana White, bro. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. But I have no fucking idea what to fucking put in. Just like, w- just like what's going on with this BMF belt, dude. How is it a belt? Tell me how it's a belt. When you beat the guy who has it at the only weight class he's been fighting at and you don't get it. Tell me how that works. That's All no right, belt. but uh, before we get to that letter, um, Masvidal <laughs> is fighting what, you know, is considered to be Masvidal's kryptonite. Uh, he's fighting a wrestler. <clears throat> I mean, I think we already found Masvidal's kryptonite. <laughs> Because man's got completely <laughs> flatlined, bro. I I rewatched that fight, and I don't know if it was just the adrenaline or the beer, or if I was just drunk as fuck. But man, Kamara Usman was teeing up in that first round. Yo, you know what? Probably <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's because he was drunk. Dude. I think it was because it was probably one of the most flashy knockouts. In all of UFC, that that was insane. The lighting oh, and the sweat after it fucking shook off his face. That was literally like the most, it like just intense knockout, dude. And like picturesque, right on the chin. I remember like watching the fight and the first round being so even to me, and that was because of my bias towards Jorge Masvidal, but. Like, I remember coming out of that first round, I was like, oh, Jorge Masvidal has a striking advantage. But, like, you know, in terms of striking, yeah, this is more technical. But, um, like, dude, Kamaru Usman had that takedown in that round. He had, like, a, a, like more significant strikes and all that. Um, bro, it was 1-0, and then the knockout, that fight wasn't even a, a competition. Straight <laughs> up. Holy moly. Yeah, but, not a competition. But uh, in terms of 
striking, I believe Jorge has the advantage. And the only way Jorge wins this fight is by knockout because he will keep this fight standing. Uh, I rewatched. <laughs> I rewatched the Covington <sighs> Usman fights for this take. This is wild, dude. I, I this is wild. Co- Covington. Do you realize, like, in as slow teammates, <laughs> Do you realize what like happened when they were teammates? Like, like what happened to for them to fall apart? Or no, Moss, well, Mosfidal like very rarely won when they were teamed up dude and like he doesn't even deny it that's why he wants to win this fight so bad he wants to fucking fly line this dude oh, man. and don't you think an uh, a Masvidal that wants it Probably more more than anything right now because you know if you lose this fight that's three three losses in a row. Uh, your your pay per view numbers are still there, yeah. But how how much more can you speak on that? You know, um, and so in terms of a Masvidal, he's in a uh, in a win now scenario, and and whenever you're talking about Masvidal and making money. You know he's got his head on straight. What <laughs> I think is happening right now is oh. that is that Masvidal is getting is trying to get so much in Colby's head that Colby would want to keep this fight standing instead of going to the ground because he knows if Colby goes to the ground, Masvidal has an excuse on why he fought like a bitch or something like that, and. It, by God, it might just work because Kobe oh. has not got a finish or anything. So he also wants to go out there and knock this guy out and, you know, prove prove that he can knock people out. But oh. when you're talking about striking with Masvidal, that's a dangerous game. That's very, very The fair. fight is going to end by flying knee in the third round. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bro. Oh, if only, if only. I see, I see Colby wrestling a ton. I you think, think so? He's, yeah, he's gonna give it his go with the hands, but like a fucking course, he's gonna like go to go to wrestling as soon as he, as he gets tagged. And like, if you're gonna Why? definitely say that Masvidal has the better striking, then it's gonna happen, and he's just gonna go straight to it. Like he knows he's got he's the upper so, hand. He's so technical too. So I don't, I don't, I believe it. I believe it. And what worries me is that Masvidal tends to keep to control the center of the ring, and I believe fighting in the center of the ring in this fight is going to be a disadvantage for him. Just because of if he gets taken down in the middle of the ring, man, it's it's <laughs> the, the he's pretty much going to stay there for the whole whole round. <laughs> yeah, you don't think he knows that though? Like that's something he can but switch up. But that's also can... the thing. That's also the thing. It's like he's been working on this since the first Usman fight. Like that's probably all he's been working on. Don't matter. Don't matter. Uh, 
dude, Colby's going to work him wrestling. That's going to happen, I think. Um, why would Colby change that up now just because I think he's going to stay safe and wrestle? Like, okay, best case scenario for Colby, he wins by decision. Um, he, you know, he runs this fight out five rounds like he always does. He wins by decision. Does that guarantee him the Usman rematch, or does he would he have to fight another person before he would get to Usman again? And at that point, like, why would you want to fight Usman again? You're down 0 and 2 against him. Like, maybe to prove yourself, yeah, but. But what's in it? Yeah, it's also just been he's and been bro, talking so much shit. And bro's it's a in title massive, fight. I think bro, just to get like a good pay chunk. I mean, I don't know. It's probably the same same as contract. Bro's in massive gambling debt, and he's gonna throw this fight and cash in on massive Masvidal paycheck. <laughs> yeah, what the heck is that about? <laughs> Long uh, sharks and. Like Miami or some shit. Like, no, nah, that's heck? just shit Masvidal is saying. But uh, yeah, but, um, you know, it's it's said that Colby's a a gambler, a degenerate gambler at that. I mean, that's kind of a funny dig. Like, that's a funny way to go at someone. <laughs> He's got sharks after him. <laughs> if Colby Covington loses, it's probably because he threw the fight. You know, that's a good narrative. <laughs> nah, dude. Ugh. This could really, really go two ways. Like they've been talking all this shit to hype up the fight, and they like get in there, and it's technical, and like uh, it could totally happen. But another way is if it's like as personal as it like is made out to be, it could just be just such an insane fight right off the right off the fucking start dude can you imagine if if all this build up is like real real like personal they're gonna go fucking ham from the drop of the hat dude the thing is Masvidal's punches you know they're they're fast and they're heavy you know Colby, Colby just tries to run like 70% the whole time. And his punches, not going to lie, they're kind of slow. And that's the reason why he doesn't have any like knockout finishes. Is the reason why all his fights go to decision. It's because he, he just wants to tag you and win. And, and, and that's the case for the wrestling, but... If Masvidal could defend himself for one or two takedowns and really just cause some damage, it will throw Colby off his game. And I believe Colby was get will get finished just like he did against Kamara Usman both times. Damn. But yeah, the question is if whether he could Masvidal could defend the takedowns. I don't see it, bruv. I don't see it. I think oh. Colby's got like some real power to his wrestling. Yeah, it's no joke. 
There's a reason he's a minus 300 favorite. Yeah, I'm pretty surprised by that. So I wouldn't say Mosfidal is a bad bet, but like it's going to hurt to see him lose if he does, dude. Yeah, it's it's Colby by decision or Masvidal by knockout, and I don't think it goes any other way. I agree. But man, we got ourselves a banger of an event. Oh, if Colby finishes Jorge, oh my gosh, like that's gonna be so massive for him. He needs a finish. Yeah. Definitely, man. Yeah, if he could finish Masvidal the way think like, about that, bro. He Usman did or something, then he gets that rematch easily. No doubt. Oh, I can see it. But I'm that being said, I'm not going see. with Colby. I'm not going with Colby by finish. Oh man, bro, my heart's saying Jorge. Bro, Jorge by KO, it's happening. Remember the thing I told you? How the stars align on this day? It's like Jorge Masvidal. Oh, well, okay. Colby Covington also trains in Miami, and he's crowned, I guess, the king of Miami right now. But you're also talking (laughs) about Masvidal, who was basically raised in the Florida region and fucking... You know, the, the event date is March 5th, which also coincides to be the area code of Miami or Miami, Florida. So, yeah, it's 305 day. Let's fucking go. Straight up. <laughs> Masvidal all the way. He's going to walk out to Tony's theme again. It's going to be crazy. He's going to do the whole Scarface look again. It's going to be awesome. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. Should I go with Colby just to, to switch it up? I feel like you got to because I'm already, I'm too heavy on Mazda already. <laughs> I was convinced coming into this, but mad questions being raised. I'm gonna go with Colby decision. It 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 makes sense, but like a finish would be so fucking lit. Ah, by either side, it's a great matchup. Masvidal by flying knee. All right, all right. Say it does go KO Masvidal. What round? Three. Holy fuck, that'd be crazy. Oh, man. Either way, a finish guarantees uh, Usman rematch, I guess. I see it on the ground. I can visualize it now, like Jorge knocks him down, death, fucking death, gets on top. Death by a thousand toe stomps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is an amusement fight, bro. I mean, let's hope uh, it's not. Fuck that. Amusement <laughs> has the fuck, record for fuck toe the first stomps. I'm, I'm, you're. Usman is so lucky he made up with that incredible knockout he got in the second second fight. (laughs) (laughs) Bro became the most hated fighter in the UFC on that day. (laughs) Right up. So whack. Ah, dude. All right. Well, decision made. Covington decision. 
Jorge round three. KO. Let's see it, dude. I'm hyped. All right, and that was pretty much it for this event. Uh, we want to get into this very last segment, but before that, I'm going to take a piss and probably smoke a little bit and write this letter. Matthew, you're willing to stick around and smoke some more. Um, oh, I'm going to write it. It's like, I'm going to write a little letter, a letter to Dana White. <clears throat> um, but... I- uh, what you think? You gonna stick around? Uh what's it like nine already? Yeah. <laughs> man's gonna man's gonna sign off. I, uh, it's, I gotta it's house. been a good one, man. A pleasure to have you on, and uh, we'll probably do a little podcast on Saturday. Uh, hoping all goes well. Yeah, let's keep up with the action. Most stuff. Yeah, and, uh, you know, remember to follow us on Twitter, uh, blah, 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 at Mount Davis. Uh, 